0: Hey everyone, welcome to AV Insider, the show that can be found on RavePubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. Again, at RavePubs.com, go to the Rave Radio tab, you can find my show and other shows very similar, but unique, slightly different in their own way. Podcasts can all be found there as well, as as well as other unique items, uh, podcasts, blogs, videos etc but it's not about that it's about the show and again you've tuned into AB Insider today I have a special guest who've had on the past but today he's representing a different company and let's stop listening to me talk let's have him talk Jason Evans who is the western sales manager at Luxone hopefully i said all that correctly if not please correct me Jason
1: uh, no you did that's accurate yeah so uh i have been on in the past and and i appreciate the opportunity to be on it again uh if you recognize my name and my uh the dual CID tones of my voice <laughs> um, that's from my uh my time spent working with Legrand North America specifically rent, uh, representing the ONQ and, and Nouveau divisions i i spent some time in product management and also uh in sales and i'm i'm really excited now to be uh, part of the uh, on North America uh, sales team as we as we grow the business here in, in North America.
0: Cool. So uh, as you mentioned, you were with LeGrand for a long time, and that's kind of like been your a, a good part of your um, industry knowledge, working career, and and kind of sort of brings it up to where we are today as the Western sales manager at Luxone. and. Maybe you could give me and the listeners uh, an overview of uh, the company itself. I myself am unfamiliar with the company, maybe others are not, but if you could, just kind of tell us who the company is, what your crew offers, who is it for?
1: Yeah, hey, great question. Uh, yeah, no doubt that we're uh, the Loxone name and, and brand is is pretty new to north america uh, we 've actually had um, a, a warehouse in North America since uh, since about uh, 2014 2015 time frame, but it wasn't until 2016 that Loxone decided to really plant their flag in the ground and begin to grow the brand here in North America. Now, in 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 Europe uh, and in the UK, we're extremely well known. Uh, Loxone is the number one automation platform uh, throughout all of Europe. Oh. um we we are uh biting at the uh heels of the the number one platform in in the u k right now which uh is is c four but we're right behind them about to uh about to surpass the uh the presence that c four has in the u k and uh truthfully we actually have uh locations in in seventeen uh different countries uh, around the world and uh specifically uh interestingly enough we actually one of the core kind of components of our system is what we call the mini server. And we actually have more than uh, 70,000 of those in, in operation uh, and online throughout the world. So uh, a newer player, a new ish player, let's say to the U S market, but definitely not new to the game of, uh, of automation and control.
0: Okay. So thank you for breaking that down and kind of giving me the, the number one, competitors in overseas because I am not as well traveled as some of my guests are and it's good to it's good to hear this stuff because we do have listeners overseas and, and all around the world um so they may be aware of that I was not so I learned sure. something hopefully some some of the listeners did as well but that's good to know i mean um now in terms of products luxone is a full scale automation solution that you i mean do you offer like switchers and such yeah. too, or, or how yeah. does
1: that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, kind of some of the background of the or, or where Aloxone originated was the the founders of the of the company uh, back in uh, 2009 timeframe. Interestingly enough, both of them had successful careers um, at the time. Uh, one of them, uh, each of them, each of them, had actually previously founded their own companies, but had um, some experiences with automation platforms that they just weren't pleased with, um, so they they decided to begin development on their own automation platform, where, which is where Loxone came from, being that we uh, have our origin in Europe, specifically Austria is where our our uh, base camp is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the form factor of our devices is, is very uh, unique to the, I'll say unique with air quotes to the U.S. market. We're we're, <laughs> din, our, we're a DIN rail device. So our our, our mini okay. server is a DIN rail device. Our what we would call extensions or modules typically mount to a DIN rail, um, which is which is really different from maybe what some of the other uh, com- competition does in the market. But DIN rail. is a a growing uh, category. Uh, It definitely uh, saves a ton of space during installs. And uh, when you're looking at any sort of MDU, you know, multi-dwelling units, um, you know, high-rise buildings, uh, you know, apartments, condos, things like that, uh, DIN rail is a a perfect form factor for those uh, items as well.
0: Um, I like the idea that you're... So the mini server itself is DIN rail mountable, is that correct?
1: Yeah, so the the standard Mini Server is a DIN rail device. Okay, and it is essentially the the brain of the system. Uh, we do have one device. It's called a Mini Server Go. It's a it's a standalone piece. It's uh it's not a uh, it's not a DIN rail piece. It actually just um, connects to the network, and um, and then can uh, wirelessly control a few elements. Uh, but that is kind of one of the you know, when you, when you talk about how Loxone is, is different from the, the, uh, the competition in the marketplace, um, that, that's one of the things that's really distinguishing about us. We are, um, we're not, uh, we're not in, we're not a gadget or or gimmicky kind of solution. Um, in fact, all of our products are really built for the new construction market and with a, with on 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 automation from more so from the perspective of starting by controlling your your lighting, your HVAC, your security, and your your audio uh, rather than the reverse of what many other automation companies do, which is kind of make their automation platforms uh, aV centric um, you know completely. Uh, around being able to control first and foremost, you know, maybe the, the TV and the entertainment system. And then later on, bringing into that the other elements of the system. We, <clears throat> we really approach it from the opposite perspective. Um, no doubt that, you know, we all have TVs and such in our homes. But uh, more so than needing a TV, we need, we need comfort. We need lighting. We need we need security, uh, and even audio is one of those items that brings a sense of wellness in a home. So we we kind of focus on things from a slightly different perspective than than a lot of the other uh, products in the marketplace.
0: So I'm I'm kind of looking around the products over at uh, Luxone Lux Luxone dot com, yep. and not only. Unless I'm reading this wrong, at the diagram that you're, it's showing there, not only is your your server or mini server Din Rail manageable, that you have extensions that yep. all be on the same platform to be Din, DIN manageable, and why not, right? Uh, yeah. is a great solution that I've seen since. I mean, I, I'm not, I haven't been in the industry that long, but in the '80s when I was younger, uh, I would see that kind of stuff very. Uh, growing up in wine country in industrial automation in panels. Everything's DIN rail amenable. You build a panel based on what you need, not uh, based on uh, rack units or use. It's you're designing a custom solution for a unique application. And so with DINRAIL, it allows you to build your panel, give yourself spaces, you have your wiring duct and, and things like that. And so what Luxone is doing is very much keeping true to that sort of customizable application, keeping the product small, you can space them accordingly. You have your IOs set. And with the extensions that I see here for dimmers, relays, airbase DMX, uh, one wire IR, Modbus, RS 232, RS 485, Dolly, etc., they all seem to be just like made for the system. Just put them on a piece of DIN rail, wire them up, you're good to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, not only do we make the the extensions, obviously. But a big a big part of what we do is we actually do make some of our own lighting. So, wow. um, so for instance, uh, you know we actually build uh, a lot of our own 24 volt DC lighting devices. In fact, we're just about to launch a uh, a new Title 24 compliant uh, RGBW um, three inch uh, you know recessed ceiling light that uh, <clears throat> that is. Uh, is is only going to need, uh, you know, your two wires for power, and in our case, what we call tree. So you'll notice one of our extensions is called a tree extension. Hmm. Tree, tree meaning that uh, off of a tree extension, uh, which is not a large device at all in an, in a in a on a DIN rail, mm-hmm. we can actually run up to a hundred of our devices off of a tree extension. So those devices could look like. A light uh, a recessed three inch light, like I just mentioned, they could look like our our RGbw pendulum lights, they could look like uh, our 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 touch pure, which is our control or even the touch classic, um, or even an hVAC uh, motorized damper can be uh, is one of the things we make that could be put on a on a tree extension so that's an again another thing that really distinguishes us from the competition of the marketplace, right? For, for such a long time, when the integrator specifically has gone into a project and designed a, a lighting control system, they've then had to uh, work uh, you know, extremely closely with the electrician, and the electrician is actually the, the, the guy that's installing right. all the lighting fixtures and doing right. all the, 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 the Romex cabling and such throughout the house. We, we actually have a solution that allows an integrator to do uh to do the the, the majority of the lighting for the house over twenty four volt dc power um, Now <clears throat> we know that not you know, not every light in the house is going to be a, a low voltage light i mean you're going to have right.
0: but it could be
1: but it could be i mean but you know you, you might have um, you, you know you might have some carriage lights out on your you know out in your garage that are line voltage, you might have a sure. you know a, a legacy <laughs> chandelier that's line voltage right I mean you might have a lot of those types of devices that need line voltage power, so we can still uh, integrate with those devices and, and control those devices right but but truth be told, um, whether it's a a a low voltage uh, lighting device that we make for a a low voltage, uh, lighting device that somebody else makes, uh, we can, we can control it. You, you mentioned extensions like DMX, uh, Dolly, you know, we, we can absolutely work with all of those, um, with all of those protocols and control just about any low voltage, uh, lighting device on the, on the, on the market. So, okay. You know what you think? Go ahead.
0: Well, I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but before we go any further into the conversation of the lighting and your control systems and them being 24-volt DC, let me ask you this, right? So there's a couple things about that. Uh, I guess one is a question. Uh, the lighting that Luxone produces, as 24-volt DC, mm-hmm. are the drivers all built into the fixtures themselves, yeah. or are they remote-mounted so that they don't have to have their, what is that the C7 license? for, Or is that the level or the... C10? I can't remember the between the two.
1: Yeah, it probably depends where they are. But, yeah, so absolutely. So, like I mentioned, that new 3-inch can we have coming out, that is a, uh, that is a 24-volt DC RGBW uh, light that has the, the driver built in. Okay. Um, m- many of our lighting devices do have the drivers built in. Uh, some do not. So, in those cases, we have an extension. That's an RGBW uh, extension that has the the driver built into it in order to be able to control those LEDs. For example, we make an RGBW uh, strip, a uh, light strip for doing, uh, you know, underneath cabinetry, above cabinetry, crown yep. molding, you yep. name it, right? Right. So that, that device, obviously, there's no, no good place within it because it's a light strip. To mount a a a driver, so in that case we use yeah. an external driver, um, but uh, you know it really it really depends on the device. Um, but the so there, there's there's you're still going to have that involvement with the electrician because you know everything below the chair rail you're still going to have your outlets. You still got to power your your TVs, your hair dryers. You know you. Yeah, name. I,
0: I get it. I, the, but, the the part of the the question was because. Um, the difference between the low voltage license and the and the high voltage license right so yep. and, and this isn't true for everybody this is just a, uh, a group of instances that I typically see not always typically so like you had mentioned uh, the integrator typically doesn't do the electrical work unless they have electrical right. staff right so it's usually an electrical contractor that's doing all the lighting all the 110 uh, lighting to everything and wiring up that includes the wiring up to the, the panels and the control system uh, of sorts, right? So there's usually like a some coordination there between the two different people. Sure. And the reason I asked about the remote drivers or if the drive, um, I only asked about remote drivers being separate from the fixtures is because I have seen some solutions, not all, a few. There's a handful out there now that are geared towards the integrator to do lighting and bidding that part of the package. Whereas before, they couldn't bid the lighting; it was a separate thing. Like we're talking about now, electrical right. doing the lighting, the low volts guys doing the controls, and they're sort of doing the job either together or side by side, but independent companies, uh not really working together or bidding at the same package. Now, yeah. I, I have seen uh, maybe two other companies that are doing something similar, but it is it is only. To get the integrator to do add lighting all low voltage, the drivers are remote in a panel that are able to be plugged in, so they't have to re, or they don't require that uh, high volt license, which I't right. remember if that's C10 or C7 again. Someone will email me and tell me I'm wrong either way, of but, course. <laughs> but uh, I don't carry either one, so oh well. <laughs> yeah. um, so the, the reason I asked is like to see if you know, if that's something that maybe Loxone is considering. Um, Being that, you know, that, that does sort of cater to the guys and girls who are not electrical contractors, but would like to bid a lighting project uh, or a project with the controls as, instead of a separate thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not, not even just limited to lighting, but uh, because we, we do offer the ability for the integrator to also specify, um, HVAC dampers oh, okay. into the system. Yeah. Um we we really approach it from a holistic perspective. One of the, I think one of the coolest pieces we have in our mix of products is the Luxone Touch Pure, which is the interface to the system. Now it's you know it's it's basically a square glass uh keypad comes in anthracite and white. Anthracite's our fancy word for uh grayish black. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, basically that, that device has a, has five touch points on it. The center is the room on, uh, you tap it once rooms on, you tap it twice rooms off or, you know, single taps can scroll through a a set of scenes for lighting in the room. But then the, the corners on that device can be used for things like shades up and down, uh, volume up and down, audio selection. Uh, the really interesting thing about it, and the reason I even brought it up is because I, I mentioned approaching it from a holistic perspective, that that touch pure actually also has built into it a humidity as well as a temperature sensor. Hmm. Um, so every area is going to have a touch pure because that's your your interface for turning lighting on and off, which means that ultimately every area has a remote humidity and temperature sensor on it so whether that's a bathroom uh, where the uh, ventilation fan in the bathroom is tied in such that if humidity rises above a certain percentage uh, the uh, you know bathroom ventilation turns on or you know a bedroom where you know the the homeowner wants a preset temperature in the bedroom to be a bit Cooler because they like to sleep in a cooler bedroom. Yeah. Uh, you know, or hallways that maybe don't need to be as cool because they're thoroughfares and you're just passing through hallways and you're not spending time, you know, reading a book in a hallway. So uh, our system really, again, approaches it from uh, the perspective of not just uh, lighting, but also giving you the ability to integrate uh, HVAC, so, you know, comfort control. Into that, and then on top of that, we we bring in sensors in in the form of motion sensors, door window sensors, moisture sensors, etc. That can also be integral to that experience. Such that you know, in a lot of cases, you don't really have to worry about turning on lighting when you walk into the room because the motion sensor obviously is able to recognize you walk into the room and turn on the appropriate lighting at the appropriate levels uh, based on uh, time of day uh, due to the fact that the motion sensor also does some light harvesting oh, and, cool. uh, and, and has that ability to uh, determine whether, you know, artificial lighting is needed or not. So, uh, huh. okay. uh, yeah, a really kind of unique approach from, again, what others are doing in the marketplace.
0: So, I, I live in California, and you mentioned Tile 24 Yeah. Um, and uh, is this system a Title Twenty Four compliant system? You mentioned daylight harvesting, so I imagine that there's you're probably in that range, right?
1: Yeah, you know it is. Um, that that's specifically why we're introducing our new um, three inch uh, recessed uh, can or our our uh, tree device. Um, I say can, but that's, that sounds so kind of like 1960s. I mean, it's yeah, people use it all the time. still. So. <laughs> it, it's a three, it's literally a three inch RGBW. BW, you know, low voltage light, but we, we're introducing that to comply with title 24. And, and based on the fact that our, our system already monitors temperature, uh, moisture, et cetera, we, we fall right in line, um, with title 24. The okay. other, the other thing that's, um, really unique about what we're doing is, um, we're we're able to integrate extremely well with with solar and battery backup. I shouldn't say battery backup, but battery storage systems within homes, Um, which is becoming a bigger and bigger uh, topic. Um, In fact, uh, you know, I think what you'll see from us within the next – Six months to a year, and not because we're going to get into the battery storage business that's not that's not us but, but interface with but interface with extremely well, in fact, what we're going to be able to do is pull twenty four volt d c directly from a battery storage unit, so wow. you got to kind of wrap your mind around it, meaning that think about a home that has solar that then those solar panels are charging batteries. Uh, in the home. Which are Um, usually 12-volt, right? uh, Actually, I think in most cases they're 24-volt, although I I, I will admit I'm not the expert on solar energy, but I think that most of the battery storage systems uh, are are actually storing energy um, in a way that we can pull 24-volt DC power right off those batteries and go straight to light within the home. Uh, So no no inversion conversion necessary in order to make that happen. So that's, we're really excited about that. We're, we're partnering um, with a, with a manufacturer uh, called Sonen. Yeah. And again, they're, they're a German manufacturer. Uh, They've got a presence in, in the U S for certain, Um, you know, they're, they're the guys that are expert at all things, battery storage. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're expert at is being able to light up an entire house off of 24 volt DC power. So the, the, the crazy part is, is, you, you know, you end up going from a, a home that needs, you know, 15 to 20, you know, lighting circuits, for mm-hmm. example, breakers and a breaker panel to provide power to all those circuits to a, to a home that might be able to be powered off of perhaps you know 220 amp breakers for all lighting in the home so it's it's obviously a tremendous savings in, in in electricity right and for the integrator uh you know whether you're a low voltage integrator and you're you're thinking about getting into lighting or you're an electrician and you're going you know what i'm sick of the old school way of doing stuff and i want to be a more advanced uh, electrician you know a systems architect I got to tell you, I mean, this is this is big stuff, and, and uh, there's no doubt that low voltage lighting and being able to you know wire a home with DC cabling, uh, DC low voltage cabling to do lighting is 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 on its way, if if not already here.
0: Well, I've 110 percent agree with you, uh, but there are an army of people out there that are shaking their head at me right now because they still just want a switch. At the end of the day, I don't care. I don't want <laughs> LED. Some people think LED means lead. That's not true. It's light emitting diode. It's right. power savings. It's it's energy efficiency. And there's a lot of people here, that, at least in my state, that are just like, "Damn, California laws! Why do I have to be energy conscious and all these things?" And you know, everyone feels not everyone. A lot of people feel like it's just a scam to make more money. Right? Laws, it's more money. But if you, when you think about it, in the terms of saving energy uh, saving power, saving money, you would think. Um, that's what I think a lot of the, the controls portion is sort of geared after. Yeah, it, it costs money up front, but the same with led, led typically costs more money up front than it's, um, if we're looking at lighting, uh, incandescent, right. Uh, let's say a light bulb costs you, I don't know, 50 cents 30 cents an incandescent 60 watt a lamp whatever sure uh, abilities now depending on where you buy them you could buy them for like three bucks whatever it is there are are there ones that are you know 20 bucks if it, there's bells and whistles and efficiency ratings and r9 values are through the roof and they represent colors accurately and dim well to you know 10 percent or less on on the proper dimming uh phase you know forward and reverse depending on who you are Sure. But it uses a fraction of the power that a sixty watt does. It's it's like seven watts, depending on the manufacturer, right? So think right. about the wattage that you're saving in power, ultimately money on a single day and then across the year. So again, I live in California, and power's not cheap. It already costs an arm and a leg to live here. Yes, there's a little initial investment, but your ROI is huge. It's you know, depending the full scale of things, yeah. We're talking about money saving, so yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's there's no doubt that I think upfront you're you're going to spend some more money building the home. Um, yeah, you know, we but we don't we don't look at what we do or the product we sell as some layer on top of the infrastructure of of a home, right? We we look at it as this this is your this is your home. This is part of the home. What we're doing is integrated into the home, and with you know high quality LED fixtures, you're you're guaranteed uh, you know a really long lifespan on the on those devices, where you're not going to be changing bulbs every every six months to a year or less. And and you know it's not just the energy savings from the electricity used, but it's it's the energy savings from the amount of heat that's generated from, you know, standard incandescent bulbs. And there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of factors to it. Um, but there, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that, that led is here to stay. Uh, led has come, you know, a long way in, in, in terms of uh, pleasant pleasing lighting, not harsh, brutal, you know, nobody wants to look at that kind of lighting. Um, and lighting that really makes can make uh, you know living in a home uh, that much more enjoyable.
0: Um, yes, I forgot to mention all, all the longevity of an LED, right? Everyone's different, yeah. but, but far surpasses its, uh, its uh, what's the word for the incandescent bulb as the example there, right? But the, oh, yeah. there's, there's yeah. more than that, right? it doesn't generate heat as much. Um, it does generate heat, but not nearly as much as what a, an incandescent lamp would.
1: Well, and, and you know, just to, you know, I, I hate to, you know, state the obvious, but the crazy thing is, is, uh, you know, in any home where you're just currently, if if the thought is, you know what, I'm just going to build my home like normal, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wire it with Romex and I'm going to wire in, uh, you know, standard switches. I mean, obviously, look, I know that that's, gonna make some people feel the most comfortable. But the the truth of the matter is, is that just while, while screwing in an LED, LED bulb is, is great, and it's going to be more energy efficient and produce less heat than your, than your, you know, your typical halogen or, you know, old style incandescent bulbs. Unfortunately, that LED bulb is taking AC power and internally converting it to DC. So, in every one of those instances, you're losing some power, which in the process of losing power, you're just using the power and not getting any benefit from it. So I mentioned inverters. Inverters, you know, for solar going from DC to AC typically waste about 20% uh, of the power that they're inverting. Well, the same thing happens uh, you know, with the when you're when you're screwing in an LED bulb, you're losing some percentage of that power to to essentially heat and not light, uh, you know specifics on every one. Well, that that's going to vary. But when you're going, when you're building a home and you have the opportunity to avoid all of those losses, not only is your home more efficient because of LED lighting, but your home's more efficient because at no point in that chain are you converting uh, you know, AC power to DC, uh, or especially, especially if you're able to draw off uh, a battery storage unit, which that becomes a really interesting conversation. And I think is going to become more and more topical as we, as we go forward and energy, you know, becomes, uh, that much more, uh, you know, expensive or as, as energy, uh, you know, grids perhaps experience troubles, et cetera. I know, I know for example Puerto Rico has been a huge market for battery storage companies or energy storage companies just yeah. because of their trouble.
0: Um so not only do you offer the the mini servers, the extensions, lighting, which I think is a huge thing for you, you wow. offer a ton of accessories to all these the 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 backbone of today's future smart homes, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, in, in addition to the lighting, the, the extensions, um, we offer sensors. So, we, we've got some really awesome uh, door and window sensors um, because, again, we, we feel like security is one of those elements that everybody wants to have within their home. So, we have yeah. a really good, really great security sensor. We have a moisture sensor. Um, we have, you know, a weather station. Uh, we have the, we manufacture our own dampers for the HVAC systems. Um, we, we do have our own video door unit, um, that functionality is, is much like that of a, you know, of the, of the, of the major players in the market. Now, you know, the rings, et cetera, where somebody rings that door, you can uh, view who's at the door, speak to them, whether you're within the house or outside the walls of the house, um. Uh cool thing about it is, is, you could also, you know, create a button to release a gate strike or whatever uh, on that on that door. Um, what else do we offer, man? You know, the, I mean, there, the, the,
0: there's a ton of stuff. I mean, I don't, we can talk about all of it. But I mean, just to kind of recap, I I see uh, NFC key fob sets. I see NFC smart tags. Yeah, speakers. Um, there, there's speakers. There there is a lot on your website that that seems to be. Uh, because not only are you an automation system, I, it feels like you try to be a complete package uh, to the home. Honestly, it's what it feels like.
1: It, it really is. It, we it, it's it's a holistic approach. The NFC stuff is really interesting. You know, near field communication. We actually have a, a, a device called an NFC code touch, which is a uh, a weatherproof keypad. Again, it's got a glass front on it that can mm-hmm. be mounted outside, um, so you can use really any nfc device whether that's your android phone uh iphones you know nfc and iphones is kind of locked down but you know any nfc chip so you could literally set that up so hey when when this person who has this nfc device touches it to the nfc code touch uh it'll open the garage door and set the lighting scene um uh, you know for that individual's preferences so uh, absolutely a, a great solution um, and one that just doesn't require like, any, any type of learning. And I think that's kind of what's unique about us as well is that it's, it's, we, we we're able to build an, an incredibly smart home that's able to adapt and learn uh, what the homeowners are, are doing. But mm-hmm. there, is, there is no like major learning curve for the homeowner. Homeowner doesn't have to figure out how to live in their smart home or figure out, uh, you know, what their home's going to do when they do this. Uh, it's a very intuitive experience and, and, and one that's almost hard to explain because we're, we're so used to having to kind of learn how to live in a smart home, which just sounds kind of goofy, right? Why do we have <laughs> Right. I know we, we
0: should just be born into it and know what's going on.
1: Why do we have to learn how to live in a smart home? But you know, we've we've gotten into some habits. You know, we've gotten into habits like labeling, you know, keypads where you got to you got to figure out what that, you know, eight or ten point print on a button looks like or what it reads. And yep. I'm I'm getting older, and sometimes that's not easy to read those things. So, you know, imagine imagine, uh, you know, a senior citizen that just uh, or a senior that just can't can't even read those buttons anymore when they walk into an unfamiliar house. Um, so yeah, again, it's just you know we've really. Our philosophy around it is that you really shouldn't have to learn how to live in your, your smart home. It should just be a, a, a very easy experience and one that works with you and, and definitely not against you.
0: You may have already mentioned it and I maybe just completely forgot because sometimes I forget where I am. It's usually my nine to five is what happens. Yeah. Uh, so control stations, what, what do we use at Luxon for control stations? Do we have handhelds, wall stations? App application?
1: So we definitely have the Luxone app. Um, in fact, the Luxone app was one of the first uh, smart home apps in the app store back wow. in 2009. Wow. But, um, you know, for, uh, for other control, you have the, the, the touch uh, pure, which is that device I told you about. It's, a, it's an on-wall uh, device. Um, it's square and its form factor has five touch points on it. Uh, that allow you to interface with the system. We have a, an alternate version of that that's called the Touch Classic, which still has the same five touch points. It's just a plastic device instead of glass, so it hits a lower price point. We've also got a device called a Touch Surface, which is a freaking – that's the only way I can say it. It's a freaking phenomenal device because we what we do is we we actually allow you to – use the touch surface wired or even wirelessly and install it behind a surface up to an inch and a quarter deep or thick, as long as it's not metallic. So it can't be like a a mirror or something like that, but essentially think of a granite countertop where you can install the touch surface underneath that countertop There's a point on there that you swipe to wake it up. We include a decal. Some people will engrave or etch the countertop to mimic the outline of the decal. There's a point on there where you swipe to wake it up and now your countertop or your table becomes a control surface uh, in that little square section for lighting, your audio, your shades, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it happens to be. So it's a really unique piece and and it's it's you know and, it, and it's actually extremely affordable. It's under, uh, you know, it's under like three hundred bucks or something to the dealer. So it's it's a cool piece. And as far as other controls go, that we don't, you know, we're not in the business of making like switches or anything like that. We don't we don't do engraving on on the touches. Hmm, okay. Uh, you know, it's because ultimately, when you every every room that has lighting, uh, we we pair with a motion sensor or motion sensors as needed. Yeah. And when you walk into the room, if lighting's needed, lighting automatically will turn on. Um, huh. you know, there's there's some rooms where, you know, uh, you're you know going to need lighting every time you go in there. It could be a powder bath with no window. So every yeah. time you walk into that room, you need lighting. Uh, so the lighting will automatically turn on. Um, okay. In fact, one of the things we did that's kind of even to the extreme, and back in uh, Media PA, which is right next to our Garnet Valley, Pennsylvania office, um, we built a 7,200-square-foot uh, show home that has all of the Loxone product in it. And the, the crazy part about it is we kind of took it to the extreme. So, so the, the powder baths have a, actually don't have any on-wall control for lighting or ventilation or, or, or anything in the room. You walk into that room, lighting turns on, uh, ventilation turns on as needed. Uh, you leave the room, lighting automatically turns off after a timeout period, you know, any, any ventilation turns off. So it's, it's, there's really no, no need in in that case to do anything other than enter the room and leave the room.
0: Yeah. Uh, a few more questions and then we'll sort of uh, round up the show here. In In terms of control, do you currently work with, and or are you looking to do any voice control
1: so we can Um, we see control as another kind of user interface um we we can work with uh third-party providers to do voice control of the platform um we have some uh, we have some interest in in making it um perhaps, uh, uh, more integrated into the platform, but I gotta be honest. I, I spent, uh, you know, when I first started working with Loxone, I, I spent, uh, four days living in the, in our show home and, um, I'd never been in it. So the nice part was, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't have to learn to live in it. I just was there and, and the home just behaved the way a home should behave with the appropriate amount of lighting at the right times. Um, but I never once Johnny found myself going, man, I really wish I could shout out a voice command to turn on these lights. Um, It it never really occurred to me that I would want to do that. Now I can see, I could see the need where somebody would want to maybe create some sort of a scene that they wanted to voice activate. And, and we can absolutely integrate with, uh, with voice control at this point, but we, we, we may look into making it more integrated. However, it's it's kind of like you know voice control is kind of like an app or an on-wall device right you have to interact with it and in most cases yeah. in a in a Luxon home you, there really isn't that much interaction between you know what the what the user is doing and what what lighting and and temperatures and such are needed in the room and when they do need that they they're they're able to access it all uh, of course through the app
0: okay uh So now in terms of product, buying it, finding it, uh, I feel like there might be a few options. I was scrolling through the website and I saw, you know, become a dealer, uh, interesting, uh, you know, if you're interested in becoming a dealer, you can check out this. But I also see areas where I can just buy product right now. Now, I don't know if that buying through the website is uh, me being a dealer to buy it, but since it's actually showing price, I feel like you just need to create an account and you can purchase that. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So... It's a great question. So we are direct dealer only. Um, the funny thing is, is as of, uh, July 1st, the, the, the web shop will, will no longer be, uh, open. Um, got it. Now that doesn't mean that a dealer couldn't go on there and do their purchases. You know, really when, when Loxone came to the U S the way that Loxone does business in Europe and in the rest of the world is a little bit different, um, than, than business has done in the U S, uh, yeah, they don't they don't rely as much on uh an A V integrator in Europe. Um it's oh. it's more so the electrician okay. purchasing product. Yeah. Um so but we've we've uh, the, the great thing about us is we're we're privately held. So within just actually the last few weeks we've made the decision to revamp the the dealer program. Um you know previously there was a web shop if somebody wanted to buy something they could mm-hmm. but truthfully it, it need, it's a product that needs to be professionally installed and and uh and 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 for that reason we've decided to revamp the program so like i said as of july 1st uh that's going to change it up a bit and okay. it is dealer direct only we've got a got a nice program consists of uh you know a silver gold platinum levels with uh you know increasing increasing margins as as purchases increase.
0: So, okay, as of July 1st, Web Store goes away for the public, unless you're a dealer, possibly. Uh, It's a direct-to-dealer, but will there be, or do you currently have uh, distribution for dealers or something like that? that
1: Yeah, direct dealer only, not distributed. Everything will ship directly out of our warehouse in uh, Garnet Valley, PA. Uh, In fact, we just built a brand-new office there. Uh, so office slash training uh and warehouse space we got over 10,000 square feet so we we got plenty of product on hand ready to ship uh yeah. you know anywhere in the anywhere in the continental US and actually Canada we've got kind of a growing business in Canada as well so cool. it's it's uh it's it's cool to see this uh happening and to be part of it
0: that's awesome okay so last question sure. uh for dealers, no, sorry, for potential dealers and people that are interested in becoming a dealer, where can they go to learn
1: more? Yeah, you know, there's probably, I don't know, dozens of places on the website to submit some partner request information. Um, So, you know, you can definitely click on any of those places on the website. Mm. Um, You can definitely... Uh, shoot me an email directly. I'm covering, you know, the uh, the West. But if we need to get it to somebody back in the East, because you're back East, or if you're listening to this and you're overseas, and we need to get it in the right hands of whomever you you need to talk to, we can do that as well. So, um, you know, lots of ways to to find out information on becoming a uh, a, a partner for for Lockzone.
0: Okay, and for people that are just intrigued by the company itself and they want to just learn more about the company. Maybe they're deciding they want to build a home with your products and uh, they want to learn more. Where's the best place to go for that?
1: Yeah. You know, the website's a great place to start. Uh, you know, the website is pretty straightforward. Lockzone, L-O-X-O-N-E.com. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel that you can jump to. You got a Facebook page. Uh, there's lots of great information. Uh, we do for potential uh, partners. Uh, a lot of times, what I'll do is do a virtual tour, uh, a live virtual tour uh, of the of the of our show home in Media, Pennsylvania. Okay. And, uh, I'll I'll get I'll get one of our staff out there, you know, with their mobile device, and we'll we'll get it on a Google Hangout or on a on a on an iPhone and and uh, actually walk through, spend some time talking about all the different devices, how it all works. So uh there's lots of ways I've done that with potential partners I've done that with developers builders you know homeowners who are interested so but ultimately we we do get the we do want the product to be installed by a a a partner who's gone through our training process because of the fact that we we need that partner uh to ultimately be able to support the installation in the long run Um, and make sure that the system is going to work as the customer wants it to work.
0: Yeah, so for everyone listening, I guess the best place to go to start is just go to the website, head over to loxone.com, L-O-X-O-N-E dot com. .com. Uh, It's a great place to start that you can find all the appropriate information should you be interested in becoming a dealer. You can reach out to Jason. Uh, the website obviously is a great place as you mentioned that there is a YouTube page which I believe is just uh, youtube.com forward/ slash user forward slash Loxone video e n u. You could also check them out on Facebook and as I google that really quick, um, I'll let you know where to check them out. but in the meantime should anyone have any questions for me? Um, you can email me at Johnny nny at ravepubs.com. It's at jmota3, J-M-O-T-A, the number three on, I don't know, uh, most of social media sites with the exception of Snapchat. That guy is an imposter. Don't follow him. <laughs> I'm at av underscore insider there. And then lastly, go back to facebook.com forward slash lockzone.us. Give them a like. Check them out. Learn more there. Jason, thank you so much for taking the time to... Hey, thank
1: you, Johnny. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love to learn more, and I feel like maybe there's actually a deeper story with your uh, the company that you're with currently, and uh, because we've only discussed residential-grade mm-hmm. systems, and I have a feeling yeah. that uh, commercial is a whole nother area that uh, you could talk on behalf of, and, and probably wow. some stuff that's coming
1: yeah absolutely you know i mean uh specifically uh mdu is a category that we're we're targeting um you know that that we just we see it as a huge growing category and and one that that needs some needs some love and attention so absolutely a, a growing category for us
0: well as that category grows and there are new product launching the lighting and the things that you've talked about today I would love to have you back, talk more about it, uh, announce some things, and and just share with us everything Luxon.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate it.
0: Everyone, this has been AV Insider. We'll catch you on the next show. And as always, AV Insider is sponsored by Tascam. Give them a shout-out online. Let them know that you love the show. Or you can email me and say you hate the show, but I gave you my email. just don't send spam. I appreciate any and all comments and any inquiries. Again, just send all that to johnny at ravepubs.com. Everyone, this has been AV Insider, a show sponsored by TASCOM, found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab.